You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Flipping 
the scriptures, comfort I'm searching uh-huh. Things before time written for learning, learning. Patiently waiting, salvation I'm searching Babylon yeah. burning, sinners gon' purge them Take yeah. away oppression like a dream turning Better yeah. wake up, high time that you're learning Black man coming like a boogie when you owe him Fourth of July, Christmas is lies Easter is lies, pay a surprise Proof in the pudding, religion is doodoo Is worse than a voodoo, criminal Zulu Better realize that Christ ain't white All these lives gonna die, gonna die For the laws that they despise For his gum, gonna die, gonna die Trumped up charges, basking in barges Basking in robbers, 31 flavors and targets Lamentations, we were in the vein for a nation That got problems to solve them, absolve them Washington guy, we on the rise They in decline, on the recycle They got the nerve to swear on the Bible Right Never trust, never trust, never trust So just, just a system that will always be broken Cause they hate, cause they hate, cause they hate us Yeah, they hate, cause they hate, cause they hate us Guides, we are kings. We march in faith because we believe we can change the world to what it needs. Stand against our enemies because we can. Demanding change Cause we believe we can Did you encyclopedia page 270 again? Go to the career. We're gonna end that weapons of, weapons of war perish. Jewel's Encyclopedia, page 270. We're gonna start at the career. That's some good stuff right there. All mankind, fastest and strongest. Hey, another thing too, the most high would have left us with that power. In this state of mind, Oh, it's broken last day. Yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't be in the two too. No, no, no. Gideon wouldn't catch me. 
He was like, come read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the most I know why he ain't give us certain powers, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of a lot of a lot of wicked people would have been, you know, would have been put to death. <laughs> you know, like the most I know why he ain't give us that power. Remember he gave he gave the um the brothers he called sons of thunder. Remember they got a little superpower and they want to kill everybody in the city. So Lord, shall we kill them? Kill them all? Christ said, listen man, you you do some them don't understand what I'm here to save lives, not take lives. <laughs> they they, they, they want to hear the gospel, they chase them all. He named them that, he said, yeah. sons of thunder. He, he said, you don't want to kill everybody, man. You know, Lord, shall we kill them all? Call the fire from heaven? <laughs> like Elijah did? Yeah, like Elijah destroyed them. You know, you know what's crazy about that? We mentioned that. You got brothers that get mad when we blast people, right? Yeah. Men or women. Elijah had people's kids killed for calling him bald head. And no one blames him for his wicked. No one says he's wicked. You blast a sister or a brother for evil if they do. Yeah. He mocked them and we're evil. Children, which are known for mocking, right? 42 of them mocked Elijah and said, Go up thou bald head. He said, Kill, Lord, please let me have these bears kill these children. Kill all of them. Now, imagine the parents. Where my kid at? Where, where, where's so-and-so at? Go kill 42 kids. We have parents, right? No one faults Elijah for that. But we mock and blast people for evil. We're, we're wicked. We're, 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 we're evil. That's why, the most, like I said before, them, who we are now, that's how we were right then. It's an effeminate, weak spirit among the men in Israel. I'm telling you, weak and soft. I started lost. I started most said you're gonna die like men because y'all soft and weak in emotion. Right. Oh, he yelled at me. Oh, Deacon hurt my feelings. Deacon yelled at me. Deacon told me this one brother told me I took man anyway. I didn't get don't it. Don't do it. But well, anyway, the career. Let's read, let's read that. Go, go to that place. Go to the career, and we're gonna end that. Uh, what was the war parish? Just that whole paragraph. The career of Jonathan embodies a noteworthy incident of his entering the camp of the Philistines accompanied only by an armor bearer. Uh -huh. Here on a half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow, he and his companion fell on the enemy. And at and that first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, was about 20 men. Yeah. Jonathan is also described as an expert archer. Jonathan was described as an expert archer. Go ahead. Where he says to David, I will shoot three arrows on the side of the room. Yeah. As though I shot at a mark. And again in the lamentation of David, from the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan turned not back. We read that earlier, go ahead. And the sword of Saul returned not empty. His skill was also acknowledged in David's words. Here, how are the mighty fallen and the weapons of war perished? Well, how they die, being so fast and so fierce, how they how they be how they kill? Disobedience. Wickedness. Saw so one off. The Lord had to, the Lord took him down. So so you couldn't escape Jonathan Ball, man. He, he he shoot that after you, man. You done. Dead. You done. You done. He probably used to, you know, how Esau make um they make it today where bullets can travel around corners. Yeah, I'm gonna get, get to that. <laughs> There's a movie that came out recently. It was horrible. It was a horrible movie. Robin Hood. And they had Jamie yeah, Foxx yeah, in yeah. it, he's the more. And that dude, he was nice. Yeah, that she was like, bad. Like three hours at a time. Bow, bow, bow. Fast. Movie is trash. Movie is trash. But the arrow scenes was good. That's the best part of the movie is the fighting. Right. The, the best part of the scenes is the archery itself. Right. Outside that, the movie is garbage. But the, but the Jamie Foxx, 
Being a mall, he was he was really nice, real good. Lost his hand. I like that part either. But it was not it was a good movie. That part was nice. You know, and, and you watch the actual behind the scenes, you had to train him. He had to have actual archers train him in order to do those stunts in the movie. It was very, so the scenes are good. Since the movie story was very, very bad. Um, let's get first Samuel 17 and verse 1. Because Deacon Malachi mentioned about height earlier. I'll be shrunk down. It's true. 1 Samuel 17, verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 1. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shoko, which belonged to Judah and pitched between Shoko and Ezekiel and Ephesian. Mm -hmm. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Eli and set the battle in array against the Philistines. Uh -huh. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Eli and set the battle in array against the Philistines. Mm -hmm. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on one side and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath. Goliath, the giant Philistine of Gath. Go ahead. Whose height was six cubits and a span. Six cubits and a span is nine feet six inches. Nine six. I'm six seven. He was nine six. So y'all say I'm tall. No, I'm not. Nine six is tall. Nine feet six inches tall. Huge. Huge and huge. And Saul and them was terrified of that dude. And rightfully so. <laughs> Nine feet six inches. Let's get um. We don't read um. Let's get verse twenty one to thirty two. Verse twenty one. For Israel and the Philistines have put the battle in array. Put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage, and ran into the army and came and saluted his brother. Yeah. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him, and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up? Have you seen this dude? <laughs> Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and make him and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine, and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Who's God think he who's God think he is? Go ahead. And the people answered him after this manner. Saying, so shall it be done to the man that killeth him. Go ahead. And Eliab, the, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why camest thou down here? Yo, yo, why you here, man? <laughs> his older brother, why you here, man? Go ahead. And with whom hast thou left? Those few sheep in the wilderness. I know thy pride and the, and the naughtiness of thy heart. I know why you here, man. You think you slick. Go ahead. But thou art come down and that thou mightest see the battle. You want to come here and watch the fight. Go ahead. And David said, what have I done? What have I now done? Is there not a cause? What have I done? Is there not a reason I should be here? Go ahead. And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. Go ahead. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul. And he sent for him. 
And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Go ahead. I'm going to fight him, David said. Go ahead. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth. Yeah, you a kid. Go ahead. And he, and he a man of war from his youth. This guy's been a fighter since his youth. Go ahead. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. I, I'm, a, I'm a sheep herder. I kept my father's sheep. Go ahead. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him. I killed the lion and the bear. Go ahead. And delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. So this little boy told Saul that he fought a lion, caught it by the beard, and killed it. The little boy caught a lion by the beard and killed it, right? That sounds very impossible. Go ahead. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. He killed a lion and a bear. Go ahead. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall, shall be as one of And this dude going to be just like them. The way I killed that lion and that bear, I killed this African the same way. He ain't nothing. He ain't nobody. Who's he? Nine foot six. Psst, whatever. Go ahead. Seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. Seeing he talking mess about our people and our God. David, yeah. Yeah, you know. David said, oh, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion. I beat the lion. And out of the paw of the bear. I beat the bear. He would deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And I beat this Philistine too. Go ahead. And Saul said unto David, go, and the Lord be with thee. Hey, good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> go ahead. And Saul armed David with his armor and put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor. And, 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 he, assayed, and he assayed to go. For he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these. I can't go with these. Go ahead. For I have not proved it. I'm not sure if they're working or not. If they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're old or worn down or they're weak. I haven't proved them yet. Go ahead. And David put them off. Took them off. Go ahead. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook. He went to the water. Picked up some stones. This is good. Pick five. This is good. I use this. Yeah. He's looking around. Remember, he's nine six. He's like this, looking around. Looks down. What the hell is this? This little boy here was this. Go ahead. He disdained him. He what is this? This is the guy you gonna make, make fight me? I'm fighting this. Go ahead. For he was but a youth and ruddy and pretty. This little pretty boy here. Him. Go ahead. And of a fair countenance. And the Philistine, and the Philistine said unto David, Am I, am I a dog that thou comest to me with stage? And the Philistine cursed David by his God. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh into the fowl of the air. You come to me, man, I'm gonna kill you, man. Alright, kid, you come to me, kid, I'm gonna kill you. Okay? <laughs> and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel, Damn. whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thy hand from the from you. I will I'm gonna smite you and take your head from you. Take thy head from they you. They were talking mess back to him. You gotta imagine he's nine six. Looking down, the boys, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna take your head off. <laughs> you know that sound? Head. <laughs> and I will give the carcass. Carcasses of the hosts of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Yeah. 
and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spirit. Uh-huh. For the battle is the Lord's. But by my spirit, said the Lord. Zechariah 4 and 6. The exact same thing we read earlier. By might. Not by might, nobody spirit, but by my spirit, said the Lord. Right? And he would give you into our own hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David. That David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. So David ran toward him. David's running towards him now. Go ahead. And David put his hand in his back. And as he's running towards him, he puts the rock in his back. Go ahead. And took thence a stone. Took the stone in the back. Go ahead. And sling it. And he slung it fast. Go ahead. And smote the Philistine in his forehead. And the rock went into his forehead. Go ahead. That the stone sunk into his Ooh, forehead. That's not human. <laughs> You throw a rock at somebody's head, it bounced off, it makes a knot, they hurt, and ow! And it fall on the floor. The rock went into his skull. That's not human power. You sling a rock at someone's skull like that, and it go into your, into your head like that? That's superhuman in itself. And a little boy on top of that. And the guy is nine, six! An adult, huge Philistine throws a rock, a pebble, at his head, and it goes into his head like a bullet. David was not normal strength. It was superhuman strength in a child, I'm showing you. Go ahead. And he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand. Without a sword in his hand. Go ahead. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine. And he, stood, and he climbed on top of the Philistine, on top of his body. Go ahead. And took his sword. And took, now the sword has to be big. Took the sword out of his seat, out the sheep, where the hell it was, whatever was on the floor, whatever. Go ahead. And drew it out of the sheep thereof. Yeah, pulled it out the sheep. Go ahead. And slew him. And cut off his head. They cut it. his head off with his own sword. Huge nine foot six man sword. There was no small sword either. For his size, the sword's for your size. The sword's an extension of you. So if you're tall and long, the sword's gonna be tall like you. Not small, it'll be a knife. <laughs> Nine six. So David picked up this big sword and cut his head off with it. David was no joke. Even as a child, he was no joke. You killing lions and bears and nine foot six big men. You're not a. You're, you're a problem. Give me Sirach forty seven and verse two. Let's see how strong he was. The book of Sirach, chapter 47, verse 2. As is the fat taken away from the peace offering, so was David chosen out of the children of Israel. Uh -huh. He played with lions as with kids. A kid is a young goat. He played with lions like goats. You, you cannot play with a lion like a goat. That, that, that just, that just, that's, not, that's not normal. You, no. <laughs> you, know, you don't play with lions like they're goats. That's two different forms of beast. Go ahead. And with bears as with lambs. And play with bears as if they were lambs. You know how heavy a look up look up the weight of a bear, please. This a weight of a bear. Weight of a bear and a lion. Look up, look it up. So let me say he caught about a beard. A young lion by the beard. How how much does a young lion weigh? When he said by the beard, it means the mane. The mane. You know the lion got the caught mane. up by the mane. Yep. Weight of a bear. 150, that's 150. That's a panda though. 
bears, brown bears a ton. Brown bears what? It's over 1,300, 180 to 100 to 1,300 pounds. It's a bear. I'm not even sure what kind of bear it was. It took, if it took a, a, um, a sheep, it's a meat eater. So then they're over 100 pounds. Look up a lion, please. We have a lion, young lion. Here's a lion. Young lion might be a baby. Wow. Wow. Lion. Fully grown male lions weigh around 420 pounds. Females weigh 280 pounds. So you got a little boy that can lift and play around with an animal that's 420 pounds. How far are we falling? Let's go to Judges 20 verse 15. Judges 20, verse 15. That's why this white man fears us, man. He knows what we once were before. He don't want to see that again. Nations in general, they don't want to see us how we were before. They don't want that. They don't want it. Believe it or not, a lot of Jakes don't want it either. They like being where they are now. They enjoy it here. That's why their mission is to destroy their own people rather than teach their people. Judges um, 20, verse 15. The book of Judges, chapter 20, verse 15. And the children of Benjamin were numbered at that time out of the cities, 20 and 6,000 men that drew sword, beside the inhabitants of Gabeah, which were numbered 700 chosen men. Yeah. Among all his people, there were 700 chosen men, left-handed. The Benjamin, go ahead. What, what, what were they? Left-handed. Left-handed, go ahead. Everyone could sling stones and inherit breath. And not miss. Everyone can sling stones at a hair breath and not miss. A hair breath is you take hair, you throw it in the air, and they can sling the rock and catch the hair in the air. That's what a hair breath means. It means complete aim, best aim, marksman, best. So we didn't, we didn't need guns. We our hands was guns. Just and catch whatever it was. Hair breath. I mean, cut through a hair and cut a hair in midair. That's what hair breath means. With precision. Marksman. And this is left-handed. Remember, Ehud was Benjamin. That's that line. They're known for that. Left, having strong left hands. They were known for that. That's, that's why the Lord left Benjamin with Judah. Benjamin, you read, Benjamin had skill in everything. They could run fast. Spearmen. Archers. Um, slingers. All the above. They, had, they, were, they were jack of all trades and all the above. Oh, that's what I'm going to leave Benjamin with y'all, because y'all going to need that. Because all nine, no, you're going to leave you Benjamin. That's why, I, that's, remember, when the homo thing situation, so, sorry, sorry, man. sorry, sorry. <laughs> when homo thing popped off, we fought against Benjamin, we couldn't beat him. It was 11 against one, we were losing. One tribe alone could not beat, <laughs> 11 couldn't beat one. Benjamin was a problem. As it was. <laughs> so, so deep. The gully queens get out of business. The gully queens. Stop hating, man. You know? Still is a, still is a problem. <laughs> um, first Samuel 22. We're almost done. First Samuel 22. First Samuel 22, verse 30. 
22 <coughs> verse 30. The best part of that, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't wanna spoil for you. The best part is the Spartans. When I get to the Spartans, they are fascinating, man. <laughs> the Spartans are fascinating, man. I'm telling you. I'll get to that like later on, another part. I, I'm, nowhere near, I'm nowhere near it. Nowhere near Spartans yet. Nowhere. Or Hannibal. First Samuel 22. Book of First Samuel, chapter 22. Verse. But I will tell you this. The movie 300 is accurate. Fully accurate from the beginning to the end. Including the women. Especially the sisters. First Samuel, except they weren't white. Let's just dismiss that part. That, that was completely false. First Samuel 22. Well, someone else. Second Samuel, 20, Second Samuel 22, verse 30. Second. Second Samuel 22, verse 30. I'm in first. No, there's no 30. No? Yeah. Second, I'm sorry. Second Samuel 22, 30. The book of Second Samuel, chapter 22, verse 30. Yeah. For by thee I have run through a truth. By my God I have let, leaped over a wall. Stop. Read 30 again. This is David's psalm. David wrote this. Read again. For by thee I have run through a truth. For by thee, Lord... I have run through a troop. David was able to run through armies. You know, there's a battlefield, a bunch of people on the battlefield. You, David is running through them, fighting everybody. Go ahead. By my God, I have leaped over a wall. The heathens had high walls. David would jump over those walls. That's not, that's not, that's not possible today. To run through a troop. To leap over high walls. To play with a lion like a goat. To play with a bear like a lamb. To throw a rock on someone's head and make it go make it sink in there. To, to pull your hair out your scalp, throw it in the air, and someone sing a rock and catch the hair. And cut in the that's insane. Insane. If you were a heathen, I wouldn't want you to wake up either. I don't want you to wake up, nah, nigga, stay asleep. You safe that way. Stay ignorant. Stay a nigga so you can, you know, that God stuff. You don't want that. Read again. For by thee I have run through a troop. By my God I have leaped over a wall. Go ahead. And for God his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is dry. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. Jump to verse 34. Verse 30, 33. God is my strength and power. And he made my way perfect. 34. He maketh my feet like hind feet. Stop. Look up how fast the hind runs. It's the same as a deer. It's the same thing. Bro. Let's just see how fast the hind runs. Hind is a deer, right? Leave a hind is a deer. It's an old term for a deer. If I'm not mistaken. I mess around to be a dog and look stupid. I'm not really sure it's a, it's a deer. Or a fish. It's dumb. <laughs> He can sound retarded. He said a hind is a deer. It's a dog. Make sure a hind is a deer first. Before I say something, I should be saying. I believe a hind is a deer. I believe it's a, it's a hind is a deer. I think a, a doe is a female deer. A rose, something. It's like a big buck. Oh, okay. This is M1. It's about guns. <laughs> Spelling wrong. H Y. But H I N. Yeah, hind. That's a yeah. That's a old English. Yeah, hind is a deer, man. 
Stepping how fast is a deer? I know a harness is a deer, man. If, it's, if I'm wrong, it is. I know I'm not wrong. I know a harness is a deer. A deer runs 37 to 50 miles per hour, which is fast. Which is very, very fast. Alright? That's fast. That's very quick. 37, that's a reindeer, 30 miles. Same about the same as the. Hussein Bob does that now. He's up there. He's up there. He gets to a white tail. It's not as fast as the eagle, though. <laughs> Eagles, uh, <laughs> that's another level. All right, read on. Continue. That's all I want. That's still fast. Read the next verse. I'm gonna look, at, look, at, I'm gonna look it up myself. He, he maketh my feet like hind feet, and uh -huh. setteth me upon my high places. Uh -huh. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow still is broken by my arms. Read it again. He teacheth my hands to war. So, you read earlier that Israel has an innate fighting instinct. The Lord taught David how to fight. The Lord taught David how to fight. Now, I don't know about you, no one can beat God. That is the undisputed. <laughs> Almighty heavyweight champion of the universe. So if he teach you how to fight, you ain't nobody touching you. It's hundred to zero. No, no knockouts for you ever. The Lord taught David how to fight. So that dude was doing damage. If he went through a troop, God taught him how to fight. To jump over a wall, God taught him how to fight. Read again, 35 again. He teaches my hands to war, so that a bow still is broken by my arm. And a bow steel can be broken by his arm. A man's bone can break steel. That's unbreakable. Have y'all seen it? Break steel. That's insane. Insane. Behind is a female deer, especially a red deer. Or it says, uh, referred to as a doe, a male as a heart or a buck. That's what a hind is. No, there's another thing they can do. They can scale on the side of And they can mountain. scale on the side of mountains. They can scale on the vertical side of mountains. Mountain. Vertical mountain. They can scale on the vertical mountains. That's what they can do. What a hind can do. That's insane. Alright? That's all I want. You read there earlier about how he's the most strongest of mankind. The fastest. He was quoting this right here. 2 Samuel 20. 2 22 to 30. 30. 34 and 35. Almost done. Almost done. Almost done. One second. Someone sent me something. Give me one second. Get me. The Shen Gold. Shen Gold Jewish Encyclopedia, page 244. Okay, we did do hockey. Okay. Colored Hockey League. Did that too. Thank you, Adaya. Did that too. The Officer Adaya. Hockey, wow. Okay. Um Shingo Jewish Encyclopedia. Page 244. That's right there, the Shingo Jewish Encyclopedia. I'm gonna read page 244. 
This is the sports section of this dictionary, of this encyclopedia, page 244. In ancient, the real Jews, in ancient Israel, when they were still black and relevant. <laughs> Read that part. In ancient Israel, Jews did not show the kind of passion for sport which the ancient Greeks and Romans did. Read it again. In ancient Israel, Jews did not show the kind of passion for sports which the ancient Greeks and Romans did. You hear that, brothers? You hear that, says? Read it again, please, for them. In ancient Israel, Jews did not show the kind of passion for sports which the ancient Greeks and Romans did. The Romans had a, a strong passion for sports. Go ahead. Well, we did it. Go ahead. Although some Jews were noted gladiators. We were noted gladiators. That's the Septimius Severus. That's your Spartacus. That was us. Go ahead. Physical skills in biblical times were mainly associated with martial arts. With what? With martial arts. Read up from the top. Physical skills what? Physical skills in biblical times. In what times? Biblical times. What times? Biblical times. Were what? Were mainly associated with martial arts. That's why you like the movies so much. You love Dragon Ball Z for a reason. You love Jet Li movies for a reason. You love Boosie movies for a reason. You love Jet Li movies for a reason. Because that was us first. That's why. Martial arts, physical skills in biblical times were mainly associated with martial arts and also wrestling. Because Jacob wrestled for all, all night. He did wrestling also. So I want. Nothing else. Martial arts. So that's what we used to do. Are we so perfected too? You need to read that. <laughs> read that next. Give Richard Watson Bible, page 88. It says we have a book that says we perfected it. We try to perfect it. Richard Watson Bible Dictionary, page 88. Armies. I'm ending in a few minutes. So I'll just get past these two books here. So this is the Richard Watson Dictionary, page 88. Richard Watson, Bible Dictionary, page 88. Armies, right? Armies. Yeah, you know, you know what you mean, bro. I didn't write that. I didn't write where to stop Armies. and end. In the reign of David, uh -huh. the Hebrews acquired such skill in the military art, together with such strength, as gave them a decided superiority over their competitors on the field of battle. Read it again, please. In the reign of David, the Hebrews acquired such skill in the military art, together with such strength, as gave them a decided superiority over their competitors on the field of battle. We had such strength that we had superiority on the battlefield. We had military art skills. We cannot be stopped on the battlefield. Especially David, because the Lord taught his hands to war. And his mighty men were just as severely horrible as him when it came to skills. They were a problem, especially in martial arts. Especially in that. Second Samuel 23, verse 8. 
Second Samuel 23, verse 8. Two more, and that's it. Second Samuel 23, verse 8. The book of Second Samuel, chapter 23, verse 8. These be the names of the mighty men whom David had. The Tachmanite that sat in the seat, chief among the captains. The same was Adino, the Esnite. He lift up his spear against 800 whom he slew at one time. He did what? He lift up his spear against 800 whom he slew at one time. How the hell you slay 800 men at one time? What does that even mean? I can't even explain that. <laughs> lift up his spear and kill 800 at one time? How long was the spear? <laughs> Eight hundred at one time. Read on. That's like, that's like um, Chinese. And after him was Eleazar the son of Zodan, the the Aoite, one of the three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines that were there and gathered together to battle. And the men of Israel were going away. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand clave to the sword. Why is hand clave unto the sword? Who knows why? Don't call out. Why did his hand cleave? It's saying that his hand was stuck. To, his soul was stuck to his hand. Why? Who knows why? Who has an answer? Yeah, put in his hand. He has his hand up. I'm saying that he was a real skill. Huh? Very skilled. Nope. Why was his soul stuck to his hand? Up, up. Fast up. Come up, come up, yes. Was it because there was so much blood on it? Yes. Yes. That's why. He was tired. That sort of blood was still stuck to his hand. From all the killing he was doing. Lots and lots of killing. Lots. And we enjoyed it too. And we're going to enjoy it again. Read verse 10 again. It brings some joy to my heart. <laughs> he arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand clave unto the sword. And the Lord walked a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to spoil him. In 2 Samuel 17, verse 8 to 10. How fierce were David and his mighty men? How fierce were they? Now, bring you to speed. This is Absalom plotting against his father. Absalom is getting counsel on how to, on how to take his father out. And David's one of David's counselors, Ahithophel, who was David's oracle, betrayed him. Nothing new to Israel, being traitors. Turned on David and counseled um, Absalom against David on how to take him out. But the Lord had removed the wisdom from this man, Ahithophel, who was David's counselor, and gave it to somebody else named Hushai, who advised Absalom wisely. All right? That's what, that's, that's what we're reading about. 2 Samuel chapter 17 verse 8. Uh-huh. For said Hushai, thou knowest thy father and his men. So Hushai, so Ahithophel told Absalom, go fight David, you're going to win. Which is dumb as hell. Dumb counsel. Stupid. The Lord made him an idiot. And he realized that afterwards. And he killed himself. Which is great. Hushai said, listen, that counsel was stupid. Don't listen to him. This is why. Read verse 8 again. For said Hushai, thou knowest thy father and his men, that they be mighty men. That they what? That they be mighty men. Go ahead. And they be shaped 
chafed in their mind. They be chafed means they're bitter. They're, they're severe in their minds when it comes to war. Go ahead. As, they're ferocious. Go ahead. As a bear robbed of her wealth. When it comes to, when it comes to fighting, they're like they're like a bear that lost her babies. When a bear, they tell you black bears don't bite. But if you come near their kids, they'll tear you up. And they're herbivores. But if you come near a, ba a bear's child, it'll tear you up. So they're saying David and his men are like that in war. They're like a bear that lost his children. Don't come near them, is what Hoshai is telling Absalom. Go ahead. And thy father is a man of war. Go ahead. And will not lodge with the people. Go ahead. Behold, he is hid now in some pit or in some other places. And it will come to pass when some of them be overthrown at the first that whosoever heareth it will say, There is a slaughter among the people that follow Absalom. Yeah. And he also that is valiant whose heart is as a as and he also that is valiant whose heart is as the heart of a lion shall utterly melt. David will strike fear. Any man you have in your circle that's brave, when they come against David, will go their heart will melt. Don't mess with your father. Your father is a problem. Leave your father alone. Go ahead. For all Israel know that thy father is a mighty man, and they which be with him are valiant men. And everyone knows your father is a beast, and the men, that, and the men of his circle are just as bad. Leave your father alone. Deal with him wisely. Don't listen to this guy's counsel. He's a moron. Don't listen to Hatzabel. All right. Get Young Israel magazine. Almost done. Young Israel Magazine, let's look at these two last ones. Young Israel Magazine, page 182. Young Israel, Watson Dictionary, and I'm gonna wrap it up there. I want that martial arts thing though, man, it's right there. I'm gonna try to move faster. Uh, we got a clip too. Uh, got a clip? A uh, Kung Fu flip, man. <laughs> I don't know Asian people fighting, man. In the end, in the end, in the end. When he finishes this stuff. You're out there, you're out there. <laughs> All right, Young Israel, with 22. We're going to start at David and Jonathan and end that spearman. Right there, we're expert. David and Jonathan were expert spirits, and so accomplished was the redoubtable Abner that a back thrust was sufficient to drive the butt end into the body of Asiel. These biblical heroes were also first. These biblical what? These biblical heroes. Biblical what? Heroes. Biblical heroes. Jonathan and David were biblical heroes. Were also what? Were also first rate archers. First rate archers. But in this respect, they followed the generality of the children of Israel. Archery was, was always a favorite method of attack among Hebrew soldiers, and it became the most expert bowmen among contemporary warlike nations. Although the Hebrews from earliest times had been capital bowmen, archery was principally practiced as a sport and for, and for use in the chase. So in sports, we had martial arts, wrestling, and archery. And spear. That was our weapon. That, that was our thing. That was our sports. Go ahead. But after the death of Saul, David organized a body of archers from the children of Judah. And it is possible that his military experiences with the Philistines had proved to him the efficacy of the bow and arrow as weapons of attack. 
In subsequent years, the Benjamites were the most expert bowmen among the Jews. See? Were the most expert bowmen among the Jews. <laughs> Benjamin's a problem, man. I gotta give a credit and credit. I use my Benjamin's a problem. Left and right. We do both. Go ahead. Use them both. Go ahead. Though the tribes of Reuben, Gad, Manasseh, and Ephraim are mentioned as accomplished archers. They were also experts. But we'll start, stop at to stop at um, spearmen, right? Yeah, so I, you went over it again, man. I said y'all to you, man. Stop me. I, I understand. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going, keep going. Perhaps the perfection that Hebrews attained as bowmen induced them to pay great attention to the ancient sling ah, go ahead. as a means of attack. Uh -huh. And when so much dependent on good eyesight and steadiness of aim, the archer and the slinger are somewhat akin. Ah, so you have to have expert eyesight and expert steadiness to be an archer or slinger. So David had all the, David had that too. Go ahead. This, infer this inference is still further substantiated by the fact that as the Benjamites were the most expert archers, they were the most expert slingers. Most expert slingers. That's that's all I want. Is there more? Oh, read, read the back. Read the back. They were what? We down. They were also ambidextrous with the use of the sling. They can use. They can swing with both hands. Go ahead. And to such perfection did they bring their shooting that in the time of the judges, three hundred Benjamites. Three hundred Benjamites with their left hand could slay stones at a hair's breadth and, and not, not miss. But that earlier, that's all I want. of Israel United in Christ. Please subscribe to our YouTube channels. Stay up to date with our latest events, music, and classroom lessons. IUIC plans to continue visiting different countries where this gospel has not been preached before. IUIC needs your help in pushing this truth. So join us, subscribe to our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and podcasts, and stay up to date with us. For more information, please visit www.israelunite.org.